before we get, jump into sharing uh, about Brian and, and remembering Brian, I wanted to just briefly walk through uh, some vision and just some direction the Lord's put on my heart for 2024. And coming back from my sabbatical in August, um, and through the sabbatical, the Lord just really impressed on my heart this, this, this word rooted, um, that, that, that for our body and as our church family, and, and, and in this season, in, in our culture, and at this time, the storms and the winds and the pressures of, of culture, of, of an eroding society, what is going to keep us healthy, whole, rooted in truth? We need deep roots. And uh, as we've seen in culture and our society around us over the last several years here, it was just a bit of a tipping, ticking time bomb, kind of like the housing crisis in 2008. There was a bubble. And the, and and. and Something was revealed in us, in society, through the time of 2020 and COVID and all those things. And, and, and as a result, with this bubble bursting within society, this kind of a visible bubble, we've seen mental health issues on the rise, anxiety, depression, out of control and skyrocketing. Homes are under attack. The very sense of what is a, what is a family, marriages, struggling in ways, it's always struggled, but uniquely struggling even more. Issues of pain. Minds are struggling and bodies. Friends, what we believe matters. What we believe matters. I just saw that in Canada that they are they're working to approve the ability to for physician assisted suicide for those who have mental illness. And what society has, has left us with is, and, and where we're moving as, as a culture and as a society, is that your feelings, your experience is truth. And where this logically goes, and, and it sounds good initially, it's affirming initially, but where it leads is to a place of destruction of our lives individually and as a society to the point that rather than walking with people through darkness. And there's hope, just as this gentleman was reaching out in, in the darkness of last night. Hope! Life matters! And to say that your belief that you're worthless is true, to affirm that and empower that, is wrong. But that's the logical conclusions of where our society is going. We are pulled and pushed with pressures and eroding messages. I was on Facebook um, and saw a post from a community member here, a friend in the community, and, 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 it, and I had a triple take because I was just like, is this really being said? I was posting another person, a, a gentleman who claims to be a pastor and an influencer, and 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 in this Christmas time, posting, you know, in a poetically simple way, an overly simplified quip. It seems attractive, but if you think about it, it's painfully wrong. And it was, Jesus was not born to die. 
Jesus was not born to die any more than his violence. He was, wasn't born to be a necessary sacrifice to appease his angry father. His violent death was not necessary. But because an empire does what empire does, his vision of a just and generous kingdom led him to be in conflict with Rome. By making Jesus an inevitable victim of God, we end up letting empire off the hook. And maybe that was the plan all along. Christmas means that God doesn't, doesn't see being human as a problem to be solved or a deficiency to be avoided. Instead, God sees humanity as their partners, collaborators and co-creators in making more a more just and compassionate world. What's difficult about this is there are good things that are woven within some deeply, deeply troubling lies. If we don't know the truth, there's deeply profound issues that, that, that have ramifications and waves into our own mental health, for one thing, but let alone into the unraveling of society. Jesus himself, the, 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 this, this teaching doesn't even come from Jesus' own words from his own mouth, who, who said, no, I came to die, and nobody can take my life from me. I lay it down of my own accord. It was always his plan. Him and the Father, he wasn't some conflict between the Father and God is somehow an abusive father abusing his son. This was always the plan of a self-giving sacrifice. That's what love is. That's how we know we are so valued that he would go to the cross in our place. And that was his intention, always. These truths matter. What we believe matters. How are we rooting ourselves in such a way that we're not pulled by the pressures of culture or seemingly good quips that are empty and void of truth. In Ephesians, Paul says this, Jesus, or God, gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the shepherds, the teachers, the, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, until we all attain the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is the deal. I want you to hold on to this. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves carried around by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness of deceitful schemes. That God has given us this community of the church together to stand on Jesus Christ. The truth is a person. And Jesus has given us his lasting words, his, his word through the scriptures. This matters. Because we are going to be vulnerable to the pressures of this society and culture and time. This isn't new. It's been going on ever since Jesus came. Second Timothy points out this. Paul says this to young pastor Timothy. He says, For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, 
But having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander into myths. There is an inkling inside of us to hear this certain truth that you, you be you. You live out however you want to live. You are the author of truth. You are God. Create God in your own image. You are your own savior. Society is the problem. And it's not that the scripture affirms that there's systemic issues, but there's deep individual burden of sin that Jesus came to save us from. Save us from ourselves. And there's a tendency for us to drift, for us to be pulled away, especially into crafty schemes. We are in a society now where the language is being used as biblically illiterate. Biblically illiterate. 50% of people have not even read the Bible in America. Many people don't even believe, if they have read the Bible, they don't believe that it's true, 100%. If we don't know what is true, we can't discern between what is truth and what is a lie. Because we don't know the scriptures, many of us, even within the church, we show up and like infants, we want to be fed. Every child grows up and learns how to eventually feed themselves. It's a problem if you stay an infant. It's, it's a problem for a 20-year-old to still be at home in the baby seat wearing a bib being fed by his mommy. That's a problem, right? We should be feeding, coming. The Lord's given us the food to eat. We should be coming and learning to feed ourselves. We need to be rooted. And so in order to help that happen... For us to be grow in, in being in truth, to be able to know the truth in order to discern between lie and lies and, and the truth. <clears throat> we are over the next year, we've got some initiatives here in place that we want to help us grow as people. We don't want to merely just the idea, and, 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 and it's come up in, in the past, is of this like fear of culture and fear of society and Society's bad and run away and, and cloister yourselves. And no, that's not the issue. Jesus came to die for the whole world. He wants us to be in culture. He wants us to be in society. He wants us to be a presence. And, and, and we shouldn't re- react in fear of being influenced. We should be influencers. And we can only do so. How do we do that? How do we, how do we not be the uprooted tree that's, that's blown over and pulled around and tossed by the storms or winds of culture, we need roots that go deep. Shallow roots make us easy to be pushed over. But if our roots run deep, run deep in Jesus, together, we will be able to 
not just stand, but be part of the kingdom of God advancing against darkness. Jesus told Peter, on you, on the truth that you proclaim that I am the son of God, on this rock, I will build my kingdom and the gates of hell. He's talking about his kingdom. Jesus wasn't talking about hell is advancing. He's talking about his kingdom will advance and hell cannot hold Jesus and his kingdom back. We are part of that, but we need to be rooted. First Timothy 4 says this, Watch your life and your doctrine closely. Persevere in them because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. It's two things. When we come down to this, when, 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 when churches oftentimes get, or Christians can get, start this conversation of false teachers and truth, 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 there's this disconnect. It's all about the cerebral pursuit of doctrine and theology. What we believe does matter, but if it's not changing us, if our lives aren't being changed, this is worthless and abusive. Jesus is alive and he wants to live himself in us. Our lives tell his story. As we're going to talk about Brian, Brian's life tells the story of Jesus, the story of grace. We're going to hear a lot about it tomorrow. So over this next year, you're going to hear more about being rooted, specific things that we are going to be incorporating as a church to help to, to walk us through this. There's this resource we've got in the back. Some of you may have seen the emails about this. It's called the New City Catechism. The New City Catechism is this 52 question and answers of just the, 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 the truths, the conclusions from Scripture based on God's word, this is a really simple way for us to catch up with what are the conclusions that Jesus wants us to know. This is doctrine, if you will. These are, the, these are connecting the dots, if you will, of scripture. We're going to incorporate this every week in our worship service. But like I mentioned, it's not enough. You can't just show up. And expect us to feed you here, but you to take this home. We've got copies for, for our families here at the church in the back. This is a devotional that goes into de- much uh, 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 deeper content. And, and what, is this, what do these truths from God's word mean? And, and what does it mean for our lives? And, and this is a great resource for his families to walk through his family devotions. But this is a really simple tool, especially for kids. Our kids' ministry, Grace Kids, is going to be going through this in, 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 in our Grace Kids Children's Church as well. I encourage you to grab a copy, incorporate this in your, in your family life at home. Because of a biblical illiteracy, we don't even know the conclusions we should draw. So, so, so we're doing twofold here. We've got opportunities to get in the Word. Our small groups, men's and women's small groups, our life groups, are ways to be in the Word and community. There's a, a, a study that I've done in the past years called Cover to Cover, where we're going to read through the Bible and through the entire year and see the story of, of eternity, the story, redemptive story of God in pursuit of us. And to know the scriptures, come and join us in this process. If you've never read through the whole Bible or, 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 or you, you've, you're not familiar with the Bible at all, you can just participate in the class just to learn more. What, is the, what, is the, what does God's word say? 
What is the truth? Join us in these ways as we move forward. And, and I encourage you to consider, how are you going to be rooted? Rooted in Jesus Christ. Rooted in truth. It's not that the storms are coming. They're now. The pressure is now. How are you rooting yourself in community, in Jesus Christ, in the Word of God? In addition, we'll be starting a new sermon series in terms of how do we do this in our homes? As we kick off things in a couple weeks here, sermon series called Home Improvement. <laughs> Some of you remember. Um, we're going to be walking through, though we need to understand, how does, what's the truth about marriage and, and parenting and, and our homes and relationships? We need this truth to bear witness into the nitty-gritty of our daily lives. We're going to talk about dating and sex and romance. We're, we're going to talk about real life and God's truth and how it intersects with every day. Did you know that 30% of families have regular family meals? Did you know that? 30% of families. Family meal alone, as something so powerful is rooting us, family meals, families who have regular family meals, every week have less substance abuse, abuse, alcoholism, depression, anxiety, increased increased graduation rates among high schoolers, higher self-esteem, self-confidence among adolescents, fewer suicide attempts and action the family just that alone we need to get back to god's design we need to be rooted for our own health and to be a part of advancing god's kingdom amen so look forward to more about that